tick tack it's my clock telling me i should get up yeah, i should get up hi and welcome to the conscious loop where woo woo and the real world collide i'm your host katrina DeAngelis. join me as we explore what it looks like to live consciously almost always each episode we dive into transforming mindsets and shifting paradigms through topics such as developing self-awareness, living authentically, communication, strengthening relationships, and leading from the inside out. If you're ready to break out of your unconscious loops and discover what else is possible, you came to the right place. You ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to The Conscious Loop. I'm so excited to share with you today some of the things that I've really been working on and learning over the last decade around boundaries. I think it's such a you know hot topic. We hear the word boundaries often. And I think there's also a lot of misconceptions around what that actually looks like. And so I want to clear uh, right first and foremost, the first common misconception that I hear is this confusion around who sets the boundaries because you, the individual, you decide what your boundaries are and then you communicate them. They're not co-created. They're not something that you come up with together with somebody else because boundaries are really there to serve you, to protect you, and they're for others to respect. And so it's up to us to determine what those boundaries are so that we can safely communicate them and respectfully ask for them and ask for them to be met. And so why this is so important, especially over the holidays, you know, the holidays bring up so much. There's... That's when everyone comes together. Typically, it's a time of reflection, celebration. It can also be a time of sadness, pain. It can bring up a lot. And so it's really important that throughout those times, you are preserving your mental and emotional health, as well as maintaining your own personal values and your own personal priorities. Also, not to overcommit. You know, there's holiday parties, there's family events, there's things that you also want to do and accomplish. And so... Boundaries are really going to help you avoid over committing and leading to overwhelm. And also to help you really build respectful, positive relationships with family and friends that you might have found more difficult in the past to really have because maybe your boundaries were looser and a little bit less defined. And so I want to dive in to how you can recognize what your boundaries are how you can communicate them, and then some examples of what this can look like so that you can leave this podcast today and take whatever resonates with you and put them into action directly following. So first and foremost, let's talk about discovering your boundaries because other people can't meet them and you can't set them if you don't have them or don't know what they are. So first and foremost, I want you to pay attention to your feelings. Even if you think about over the last week or maybe two weeks, When did discomfort arise or possibly resentment? These can be indicators that your boundaries are being crossed. So these might be situations where you feel like you are not able to ask for or do what you need out of fear that maybe somebody else is going to say no or that they're not going to allow it. This is why we stay out later than we want to. This is why we do things that we don't want to do. For the people pleasers out there, this is probably going to resonate a lot. And so first and foremost, think about the situations that make you a little bit uncomfortable and you start to resent either the scenario or maybe the other person. This is an indicator that a boundary is likely being crossed. And so when you reflect on past experiences, maybe it's also 
times that you feel taken advantage of, or maybe it's a person that you feel like takes advantage of you or disrespects you, or you know, you start to feel uncomfortable around when you're spending too much time around them. When you reflect over the past year, what experiences bring this up for you? Because this can be a starting point to really discover and ask yourself what boundaries were missing. Did you say yes to something that you didn't want to? Did you stay later than you wanted to? Did you give too much of yourself to something else? Did you spend too much time with some people and not enough time with others last holiday season? So reflect on these past experiences and start to think about what boundaries were missing. What did you not ask for? Why were you uncomfortable? What were you starting to resent? Because those are the indicators of possibly your boundaries. Another way to start discovering your boundaries is to identify your limits within certain scenarios or conversations. So what I mean by this is, you know, spending time with family might be important to you, but you know that you can only spend a certain amount of time with them before you start to feel like you're crossing into discomfort or resentment and it just becomes too much for you. This could also be the case with conversations. Maybe you really love having a philosophical debate at times, but you know that there's certain topic areas or there's a certain part in the conversation where you typically start to get uncomfortable and that's where you're, you want to set your boundary. So identify where you can tolerate certain things and where other areas might be more triggers and you can tolerate less. So for example, there might be, you know, cousin that is always talking about politics and going really deep into this or maybe talking about how they feel about the mental health system and you might really disagree with, with a lot of these points and you can have a really great conversation about it up until a certain point so you want to decipher you know when what is that point what is your limit and when now that you know that how can you articulate that more in the moment or when you enter these conversations so that you can say you know hey I really don't mind getting into this conversation and I learn a lot from it, but can we just make sure to cap it when we feel like we're getting to the point where we're just at odds or not seeing eye to eye because I respect your opinion, I respect your beliefs, and I also have my own and I know that these conversations can be forwarding and at the same time, I want to make sure that we're still enjoying our dinner. And so when you identify your limits on certain hot topics or certain scenarios such as different events or spending time with different friends, when you know what you can tolerate, you can set boundaries around them. For example, if your limit is to go out three nights in one week and you're being asked on your fourth event out, that's your opportunity to recognize that that's a limit for you. It's nothing personal. It's just that you know yourself, you know your values, you know your energy, and you know what you can tolerate. And that might be too much for you to say yes to another event that week. Another way you can begin to dis discover your boundaries is to consider your values. So your values and beliefs are good indicators of where you might need to set boundaries. And the reason why that is, is because our values are important to us. They're the things that we hold dear, we hold closer to our heart, and likely that means it's going to bring up a lot of discomfort if we feel like something or someone is coming up against that value. And so, for example, if you really value your alone time and you have friends staying with you or family staying with you and you're not getting your alone time, 
being able to ask for that and say, hey, you know, I need from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. to really just have a bath, journal, read, spend some time to myself to really make sure that I'm nurturing myself and pouring energy back into myself and filling up my cup. That is something that's important to you. It's a value. If somebody crosses that or doesn't um, give you that time and space, it's going to cause discomfort because they're crossing that boundary. But you need to know that that boundary exists and that that's important to you so that you can ask for it because otherwise the other person, it's not fair to assume that that other person knows what you need. And oftentimes we avoid asking for it because we think, oh, they should know, or I don't want to hurt them, or, you know, fill in the blank with whatever story comes up. I understand that it's valid to think that, and we'll debunk some of those myths later so that you can become more comfortable and confident in expressing your needs, setting your boundaries, and really just considering and honoring your own values. So to recap on discovering your boundaries, pay attention to your feelings, When do you feel discomfort, resentment? These can be indicators that a boundary is being crossed. So notice situations that might bring this up more than others. Secondly, reflect on past experiences. So, you know, last holiday season, was there times that you can reflect on where you felt like boundaries were being crossed or you weren't expressing them? Was there times or people or scenarios where you felt taken advantage of or where you continuously feel disrespected? What boundaries were missing here? Identify your limits within the people you see, the things you do, the help you give, the intense conversations you get into. Identify your limits within this space and begin to understand what you can tolerate and what you can't so that you can set that boundary when it is going into a place that feels like it's crossing that boundary for you. And then finally, considering your values and beliefs. So what is important to you? And What do you need to express or ask other people for and set boundaries for so that you're giving people the opportunity to also meet your boundaries? Because again, people can't meet boundaries that we don't set. Okay, so because I already know most of you are sitting there and thinking, oh, well, I don't know, setting boundaries is hard, like it feels selfish, it might hurt other people. I want to debunk these misconceptions. And the reason why I love debunking misconceptions is because I have been there. I still find myself there where I'm falling into these mindsets of overthinking things, thinking that whatever I'm doing is selfish, might hurt somebody before even thinking about myself. So I think this is so important to really debunk these misconceptions. So we're going to debunk four myths of setting boundaries. Number one having boundaries and setting them is selfish. It's being selfish. Common misconception, in reality, it's a form of self-care and self-respect. It's not about neglecting others, but it's about not neglecting yourself. Let that land. It is not selfish. It's not about neglecting others. It is about not neglecting yourself. You can honor somebody else and still have your boundaries and honor yourself. Number two, boundaries can hurt others. You know, if I set this boundary, it's going to hurt the other person. Common fear, and I will first and foremost say that boundaries are super necessary for healthy relationships. There might be growing pains if you haven't set this boundary before, but it is 
a misconception that boundaries hurt other people. Because really, boundaries prevent resentment and misunderstanding. Setting boundaries can create maybe some short-term discomfort, like I said, for the other person, but it leads to a much healthier dynamic and less discomfort, dysfunction, and people-pleasing for you, the one setting the boundary. So, you know, I like to think of it as if you're afraid or you're worried that you're going to hurt somebody else if you say or do something or set a boundary, if you don't do it, you're likely hurting yourself. So at the end of the day, you know, which one Which one do you want to be guided by? Because you can focus on yourself and not hurt yourself and again, still honor and respect somebody else. Because just how you have boundaries and you, you know, want them to be met, you also are meeting other people's boundaries, right? So if you're going to meet other people's boundaries and respect other people, you should first and foremost respect yourself. Number three, boundaries are rigid and inflexible. So again, in the beginning, sometimes there's growing pains when you're setting boundaries and you might seem rigid or inflexible and maybe that's an assumption that, that you have in your mind, but really boundaries can be flexible and adapt to different situations. The important part is that you are the one setting them. So it's not like, oh, every night I need to be home by exactly 9 p.m., clock goes off and you're like, all right, out I go, bye. But no, it's about honoring how you feel and going home at a time that feels good for you but first and foremost honoring that not staying out later for somebody else out of avoiding wanting to hurt them so they're not rigid or inflexible you just get to decide what they look like and what that healthy boundary is finally the fourth misconception that we will debunk today is that boundaries create distance so, you know, some believe that boundaries can create unnecessary distance in relationships, but really, in contrast, clear boundaries actually strengthen relationships by fostering mutual respect and understanding. So you might feel that if you're setting a boundary that maybe you never set before, it's creating some distance because it's now creating space between you and that other person. In reality, though, you're creating an opportunity to show up as your best, at your best, and feel your best in those relationships, which is going to strengthen those relationships and create mutual respect. Remember, we teach people how to treat us. So setting a boundary is just going to teach people how to treat us. If you constantly are feeling or have this feeling of resentment or discomfort or feeling either neglected or taken advantage of, underappreciated it's probably something to do with your boundaries and not honoring them not stating them and you know not clearly articulating them so that you're showing people and and teaching people how to show up for you as well in mutual respect and understanding so really understanding and navigating these aspects of setting boundaries especially during the emotionally charged holiday season <laughs> is going to be crucial for maintaining your personal well-being and really contributing to healthy, thriving relationships from here on out. Like I said, there might be growing pains in the beginning. You might fumble on how you ask for your boundaries or how you articulate them, but it will lead to healthier relationships 
in the future and and now, right? Like that gets to start now and it will definitely, definitely support you in maintaining your own personal well-being. All right, so now that we've talked a little bit about discovering what your boundaries are, let's move into some tips to set them. So first and foremost, self-reflection, which really is you know, in summary, everything that we just spoke about in terms of discovering what they are. So spend time understanding your own needs, your values, your limits for you. Consider what you can tolerate and accept, what makes you feel good, uncomfortable, stressed. This will really help determine where your boundaries are and how to know when they're being crossed and set you up for success. Number two, we're going to do six tips here. So number two is be clear and direct. When communicating your boundaries be as clear and direct as possible because ambiguity can lead to misunderstandings so oftentimes we try and be like a little bit more fluffy i'm definitely definitely do this and and it's something that you know we all have to be cautious of we are more ambiguous because we feel like we don't want to be so direct and hurt the other person or be harsh or whatever it is but it just leads to misunderstandings so use simple straightforward language and own and take responsibility for your boundaries It's not about blaming somebody else. It's not about telling anybody else what to do. It's just simply stating what is important for you and what you are committed to for yourself. So, you know, if it is going home earlier, it's, hey, you know, I'm going to head home earlier tonight. I really want to prioritize feeling good in the morning. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It's stating what you need, stating what's important to you. If it's spending time with your family over Christmas or the holidays, it could sound like, you know, I know that I'm going to need some time in the morning to unwind. So can I come over an hour later so that I can set myself up for success when I get there? I know you need extra help and I know it's important for you that I also support you. And I just want to make sure I'm setting myself up for success for when I do come over to help prep the cooking. So again, you're acknowledging the other person but you're expressing what your boundaries are and what your needs are to be able to create a healthy dynamic number three is start small if you're new to setting boundaries my people pleasers out there you know it might be even difficult to really understand and decipher what your boundaries are so you know go easy go slow with yourself use Use this holiday season as an opportunity to notice and really understand what your boundaries are and start with smaller, less challenging boundaries to build your confidence and see that it's not that hard to really ask for what you need and express what your boundaries are. So start small and be kind and go easy on yourself. Number four is to practice assertiveness and honesty. So Assertiveness is key in setting boundaries. Again, this is just, you know, what I said about being clear and direct, because in order to express your needs and your wants confidently and respectfully, you need to be direct and assertive, not aggressive, but also not passive. So if you're, you know, being overly maybe aggressive or defensive or protective, it's probably going to put the other person into defensive mode. But if you're being passive, then it's probably going to seem wishy-washy and not be very clear to the other person. And the reason why I say practice honesty is because oftentimes we don't set boundaries because we feel like we have to come up with excuses or over-explain something out of fear of hurting or disappointing somebody else. So for example, you think that you need an excuse as to why you don't want to go out or why you want to go home early 
rather than just staying, you know, rather than saying, hey, it's important to me that I go home early tonight because I have a big event in the morning, or, you know, I can't go out again on Friday because I've already gone out a few times this week and I want to, I can't spend that money. Like really just be honest and don't come up with like all of these excuses as to why you don't want to do something or why you're saying no or why you have a boundary because you don't have to do that. So be honest and assertive and also be consistent. Number five, be consistent. Consistency is important for boundaries to be respected. If you're inconsistent, others might test your limits. They might not take it seriously. It's like Changing is already hard enough for yourself and for other people. When someone changes, it takes longer for somebody else to catch on. So the more consistent you are, the more they're going to catch on and they're going to understand what those boundaries are. So consistency is really important here. And finally, number six, prioritize your needs. Remember that setting boundaries is about respecting and taking care of yourself. So when you catch yourself going into, oh, but I don't want to offend them or they need my help or they need this or I'm gonna, I'm gonna upset them. No, that's already now you're going into putting somebody else's needs above your own. You can always be respectful of somebody else and their needs while still honoring your own. You are not responsible for other people's needs or for their reactions to your boundaries, but you are responsible to your own needs, just like the other person is responsible to their own needs. All right, lastly, the most fun of it all, I'm going to give you five prompts, some simple ways to get started setting boundaries. So for those of you that are like, okay, this all sounds great, but where do I even start? I haven't expressed my boundaries before. I'm just discovering what they are. What are some ways that I can get started because the holidays are here? Well, I'm going to give you five prompts. You know, test it out. Use what works for you. If it doesn't resonate, throw it out. Make it yours. Do whatever you want. These are just a place to start and some examples. So number one, saying no without over-explaining. So for example, if a coworker asks you to take on extra work and you're already overwhelmed, simply say, I'm sorry, I can't take on any more tasks right now. That's it. Just practice stating that, setting the boundary, saying no without having to over-explain. That is an example of setting a boundary. Number two, prioritizing self-care. So an example of this would look like declining an invitation to a late night gathering because you need to wake up early for a work or for a personal commitment. You might say something like, thanks for the invite, but I need to get up early tomorrow so I won't be able to make it tonight. That's it. Again, no need to overexplain, no need to overthink it. You're not hurting anybody. You're dishonoring and setting your boundary. Prompt number three, limiting time spent in stressful situations. An example of this might look like setting a time limit on how long you stay at a family event. You might inform the host in advance by saying something like, I'm really looking forward to dinner. I'll need to leave by about 8 p.m. Prompt number four, requesting personal space. So example of this might look like telling a friend or family, whoever it is, I need some quiet time in the morning to gather my thoughts for the day. Can we chat after breakfast? Maybe 
you get a call or a text saying like, hey, can you can we chat when you have a moment? You don't need to chat in that moment. That is also your opportunity to just say, yeah, I actually have some time at 10 a.m. Does that work for you? If you have guests staying with you, same thing. I need some quiet time in the morning to gather my thoughts for the day. So let's make sure that we connect after our coffee or let's have a coffee and then give ourselves some space. Again, requesting the space that you need if you have people visiting or if you have somebody asking for your time and space as well. And your final prompt that I'll give you for today is setting digital boundaries. We can use this one all the time, but particularly over the holiday season. An example of this would be not responding to work emails or messages outside of hours. So you can communicate this by saying, I won't be checking my emails after 6 p.m. or on weekends. I'm laughing because I'm thinking, you know, I've seen so many loose boundaries on out of offices. You know, it's like I, I'm i away on a family vacation. If you need me, text my cell. Poor boundary, right? You do not need to overexplain. You do not need to give somebody alternate ways of reaching you. It is completely okay to just say, I won't be checking my emails after 6 p.m. or on weekends, period. Leave it at that. If somebody really needs you or something is really going on, you you will find out. If you are a doctor, don't take this advice. You might follow different protocols. But if you do not follow these life-death protocols, then I assure you it is okay to set the boundaries you need. And even if you are a doctor or do deal with life-threatening things, there are going to be different ways that you do manage your own boundaries as well to protect your energy. All right, those are my five simple prompts to get you started. Hopefully there's one there that you can begin to test out over the holiday time. Again, there's so many ways that you can set your boundaries. So hopefully through this podcast, you've heard some ways that resonate with you and you begin to recognize what some of your boundaries are how you can express them, and how to determine when they are being overstepped or not met so that you can just continue to become more aware and practice so that you can have healthier relationships, you can feel good about the things that you commit to over the holiday season and throughout the rest of the year as well. You can avoid overcommitting, you can maintain your own personal values and priorities and really, you know, come back to what's important to you. And most importantly, you get to preserve your mental and emotional health over the holiday season. So I hope these help you do all of those things. And as always, let me know what's resonating. Let me know what you want to hear in the future and what loop you want to undo. And we'll make sure to feature it on the show. Last but not least, as we go into January, I am offering five free coaching spots to the first five people that reach out there will be an application for it and this will be to support you on any of your upcoming goals for the season we undo one loop on the call and it is my gift to you for this holiday season so reach out if you're interested and i look forward to hearing from you happy holidays like what you heard and want more stay connected with our community on social media using the links below like us on your favorite podcast provider and sign up for the conscious loop newsletter where we only send you goodies with one intent to break your unconscious loops 
If you have an unconscious loop you want to break free from, let us know so we can feature that loop on the show. Info and show notes, and we'll see you next time in the conscious loop.